baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with my co-host, Bo Matthews. Great to see you, my friend. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Producer Chad Ellis in the hello, studio hello. as well. How are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? I, uh, you know, I can't complain. It's, uh, we're closing in on Christmas. It's almost that time. Did it, did it just like... Is it me, or is this just the, the <laughs> shortest holiday season ever? Okay, so we're playing cards about a week ago with my neighbor, and I bring up, oh, it's a shorter shopping season between yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas. He goes, 25 days. 25 I'm like, No, 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 no. But between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and he couldn't get it past his brain that it's still, because it was December 1st, I guess we were together, he goes, it's 25 days till Christmas. It's always 25 <laughs> days till Christmas on this day. Like, no, this is like... 21 days of shopping yeah or, you know it, it's just a shorter season so yeah because thanksgiving was the last week yeah of you get it and, chad yeah, and not the third week yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I, are you all done christmas shopping are you ready am, not at all no, don't I'm say even, you haven't started i well so i am responsible for a very small percentage of the christmas shopping you got a good wife i my percentage i have not started <laughs> wow so yeah i can say i haven't started but that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of shopping that's already done because sure. a lot of shopping's already done but my part of it i haven't even started so don't do you, worry do you and your do you and your wife do you guys gift each other uh, um so my wife's birthday is the week of christmas i'm the 19th so is she what the 19th yes Ooh. so you got a good one yeah <laughs> only good ones come out on december 19th um uh, and so, yeah, so we, I am giving, and this is her 40th birthday this you year. You said that out loud? She knows. So we, we've talked well, about Well, of course this. she knows, I mean, the world should know. She knows that I talk about this on the radio is what I should have said. Um, You've been outed. We've, we've talked, I've talked about this uh, multiple times, that this is uh, a big birthday for her, and we've talked about it on the radio a couple times. Um, and uh, so I try to, I always try to f- focus on getting her something cool for her birthday, and then we don't really do much for each other on Christmas. Okay. But I try to make sure that she gets a cool, and especially this year, like I try to make sure that we do something okay. cool. And for you her. don't use. She's not only is her birthday the week of Christmas, but she is a twin. Oh. So growing up, so, it was like here's a present for you and your sister to share, and it's a birthday slash Christmas. Like yeah. there's a lot of combination presents there. We had many of those. Don't ever use Christmas wrapping on her birthday present, please. I'm just telling you, <laughs> I, I will draw a tear. If my wife ever did that to me. But as a kid, my, wow. my mom would just say, oh, just pick one out from under the tree. I'm like, no, I'll go shopping. Yes. Get- <laughs> pick one out from under the tree. Because one year I did, and I thought I was opening up a skateboard. It was socks. I was like, oh. How did you mix up socks and a skateboard? Uh, it was the box, I think. I don't you know. Put a, you put a skateboard in a box? She did. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... I, <laughs> I don't know. It was horrifying. I can tell you that, Chad. I can tell oh, you I would have cried. Uh-huh. So, uh, hey, did you see the text I sent you? 
Which one? About uh, bow hunting uh, for deer may be coming to St. Louis County Parks. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That's that's one thing I want to talk about. And I also want to talk about this story, this story about uh, the <laughs> raccoon hunt yeah. uh, that is sponsored by a Missouri school. So I want to get into a couple of those stories real quick. I do want to remind folks, however, that uh, you can listen to this show every week, uh, obviously right here on the radio, but also on the Radio.com app. Radio.com app is a really cool way to keep up uh, with everything that happens here on the radio station and also everything that happens with Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. You can download our podcast on that Radio.com app absolutely free. You can uh, listen to the station 24-7, live stream there, and uh, take advantage of the Radio Rewind feature while you're doing that as well. Uh, And today's show, uh, coming up in the next segment, we're going to have Jesse from Razorback Armor. Yeah, yeah, he's coming in. Yeah, tell folks about Razorback Armor real quick. I'll tell you what, it's a a really cool store. It's not a big square footage place, but it's a specialized gun store. They call themselves a concierge gun store, and if you've ever had a concierge... You know what, that's a great way to explain it. It is. If you've ever had a concierge at a hotel, you know you can get whatever, you forgot your toothbrush or your shaver, they can get that for you. You want a special meal, they can get... Well... At uh, at Razorback Armory, they are a concierge gun store, so specific. If you want something yep. very specific, those are the guys. Absolutely. And we're going to talk to our buddy Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman, a little bit later on in the show as well. Get his thoughts on, uh, I know he's still out there. Uh, is it is it good for everybody to still be out there fishing, or is, is fishing season sort of officially closed until it warms back up? Uh, we'll talk to Mike about that and a few other things as well. I know he's working on a couple of... Uh, of really cool new things for 2020 that we'll talk to him about as well. Uh, you want to go first? Uh, you know, I, I will, but I'm excited about the story you're going to bring in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I'm not, a, I'm not a deer hunter, but I think it's important because uh, there's been several times that my friends have been up north, you know, northern Missouri hunting or in Iowa. I'm like, dude, why don't you hunt right here in the St. Louis, you know, county area? Because there's so many deer, there's so many roadkill, and sure enough, it looks like bow hunting for deer uh, may be coming to the St. Louis County Parks, um, uh, and that's good news. And it would be bow hunting, so uh, it would be less dangerous. I think you could say, yeah, it's yeah, you wouldn't surgical. be able to, you wouldn't be able to fire a rifle inside of a county park because you that uh, the 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 bullet. May may travel further than you are able to absolutely see uh, with a you don't have that uh, issue with a bow. I mean, you still obviously there's still obviously a lot of a lot of safety measures that need to be taken with a bow as well. But I, it's a little more controllable. So here's where they're at: a measure to approve bow hunting in St. Louis County Parks was approved by the county council. This would help curb the deer overpopulation, as we just talked about. Several members of the public mentioned that bow hunting could be uh, dangerous in the parks because people use the parks for various things like running and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that they would police that in some way, uh, you know, to control the runners to go this way if the hunting's being done over here. I would think they would have to. Yeah, no, you yeah, they have, have to almost create a special section for yeah. bow hunting. And they I, got the property. Let's get Tim Shelsvik on next week's show to chime in about this because uh tim Shelsvik drury outdoors is uh regular on the show and he is a big bow hunter sure oh he, okay. he prefers he, he even during rifle season he's still out there hunting with his bow because he just and and, and megan was the same way right she preferred They're probably jumping for joy right now yeah she preferred <laughs> she preferred um uh she prefers hunting with her bow as well i i know um so i think it's this could be yeah to chad's point for some of the more hardcore hunters out there this 
be a great addition, you know, something not, you know, to add to the season. And it would help so much because so many developments are growing, you know, neighborhoods and well, the deer that live there got to go somewhere and they're sadly ending up on our side of our roads. uh, And that's dangerous. People get hurt or worse. And does it say anything about, um, and this might be a great thing that Tim can help us with next week. Like like tags and limits and times no. and all that stuff. I mean, I, there's got to be some regulations involved instead of just saying, like, you can take your compound bow into a county park anytime you want. <laughs> yeah. If you see a deer, fire away. Or a crossbow, maybe. No, in this article on uh, Fox 2 Now, they had none of that in this story. Yeah. But those details, I'm sure, would be worked out. Yeah, they probably haven't worked them out yet because no. this is all brand new stuff. And so I'm I'm really interested to see... What are the rules? Are yeah. there, what are the time? You know, are there are there time regulations? Are there? Uh, it's like anything. It's not a done deal because you know the protesters right. are coming. Oh, no that's doubt. what I was going to think. Of, that's what I was thinking about. Like after after the protest or after the rules are settled, who's going to actually set those set those rules to make sure that they're well? You know, are you I mean, have this hunters is get... in there. Or are you going to have people that are against uh, against the hunting setting I think the barriers? Most parks are gun free zones, so. Now you're going to have people complaining that, wait a minute, I, you know, you can't, we're supposed to be able to go to these parks without the fear of, and, and, I mean, this is all, this, I am playing devil's advocate, right, right. by the way, um, because I am no supporter of gun-free zones. But people are going to say, you know, hey, we're supposed to come in here and know that people aren't going to be carrying a weapon. It's supposed to be a safe place. And now, you know, I look 100 yards away from where I'm playing on a you know, uh, a, a playground, and I see a guy walking with a weapon. You right. know, yeah. uh, you know, stalking a deer or whatever. I these conversations are coming. Maybe that's why they're limited. And that to first bow. accident. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> right. That's why they're limited to probably to bow hunting. Yeah. You know, the makes silent, sense. The silent killer. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but there's still going to be people protesting. Oh yeah. That, there's no doubt. It's probably started today. Yeah. We right. pay your tax dollars. And I, I can hear the argument already. I mean, it's so easy to see it ahead of time. Do you have any issue with it at all? I really don't because of people getting in car accidents with these animals right. on the streets uh, and the roads and, you know, further. It's happening so close in to uh, the Chesterfield area and stuff like that that, I mean, something's got to be done. I wonder if they'll put like a... Um like you can't a deer crossing you, sign because those don't work. No, those, those don't work at all. No, I wonder if they'll put it like you can't be within a certain uh, distance of playground equipment oh. or things like that. You know mm, what I mean? I guess. But I mean, if you have a, a running trail, how can you instead of having a instead of, instead of having like a a, a a tree blind just to be sitting on the top of like the the twisty slide? The <laughs> <laughs> great perch. Just posted up there at the top of the twisty slide. Just. <laughs> Looking, <laughs> you know, some redneck is going to do that. Oh, no doubt. I, you know, I just planted. The, I just baiting. planted the thought. They're going to be feeding you, out do, there. Do you have any issues? No, I mean I'm not going to go out there and and hunt. So yeah, <laughs> I don't care. So real quick, this uh, Southwest Missouri school. One more quick story here. School district was flooded with complaints. Uh, that you can read this story on the 971 uh, 971 talk.com website as well, one of our, our stations. Uh, the Southeast Missouri School District was flooded with complaints over the latest school-sponsored raccoon hunt, a tradition that dates back 37 years. The Banner Press reports that more than 2,200 people across the country signed an online petition uh, to end this weekend's FFA raccoon hunt uh, in which 94 raccoons were brought in. Um 
invasive species. People are complaining about. uh, uh, They're complaining that the trash isn't dug in anymore. Yeah. It doesn't even say what their biggest complaint is. I noticed that. that It just says that they're complaining about it. They're just offended. There are no more raccoons in my trash. Most (laughs) most of those people that signed that petition, not even in the state of Missouri. Yeah, true. yeah, twenty two hundred people across the country. Yeah. First of all, twenty two hundred is not that many, especially when and, and then when you're spreading it out across the country, that's even um, uh, more interesting. And they said uh, that a lot of the people that are calling in and protesting are being very vulgar and name calling when they call in. Mm. So it's is it it's it's a little weird that there's a school district that sponsors a, an annual raccoon hunt. I mean, that's that makes my ears perk and say, what's Going I, on think with that. I think it's fantastic that I don't they're think teaching any, these kids. Yeah, but yeah. I don't have any issue with it. No. Uh, very interesting stuff that you can uh, that you can look into. All right, we need to take a break because Jesse from Razorback Armory is here, and we want to get him in the studio and catch up with him. Also, uh, professional fisherman Mike Marfell uh, coming up in just a little bit. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. That song. Everywhere oh, yeah. you it is the holidays. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. I'm Bo Matthews, Tony Colombo, and Chad Ellis. Hello, and hello. We are in the holiday shopping season, and I wanted to uh, bring in a new advertiser and a new sponsor of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, Razorback Armory. They're on Manchester Road in De Pere. They're a full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts with the largest selection of suppressors in the area. You can go there. Go to their website, RazorbackArmory.com. But from the first day I met Jesse, one of the owners of Razorback Armory, it just seems like there's not a lot of silence in our conversations, there's nothing held back. I feel like I've known you forever, and then come to find out, I think I met you like 15 years ago. Yeah, it's uh, definitely definitely been a ride. It's a small world, and uh, no pun intended, I'm sure, uh, from the motorcycling world is where I knew you, uh, because you owned a motorcycle company um, that was, uh, uh, can we talk about it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Thunder Road Cycles. Thunder Road Cycles, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you guys did custom bikes and all that stuff. Absolutely. So in that world, your business uh, forte, you decided, ooh, I think I want to get into the firearms industry. I don't know how that came about, but uh, let, let's go there. In sure, what year did sure. Razorback Armory open up? So uh, Brad and I have owned Razorback Armory going on 10 years. Uh, there was a little hiatus between the motorcycles and the gun world. Sure. Um, but uh, just... Uh, same passion though. Same yeah. thing with uh, custom bikes, custom guns. Um, always been an enthusiast. Always one, you know, shooting, hunting, you know, just being outdoors. So it's and uh, a craftsman too. Well, we try. We try. Uh, well, no, you know? <laughs> with the custom bikes. Oh I yeah. Mean, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I've seen some of your work. It's phenomenal, and I've seen your store, and uh, it's the only uh, gun store and tennis shop. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny when you're going off of Manchester from 270. How I get to you? It's a half mile east of 270 on Manchester. I, I just tell people, look for the sign that says tennis. Abs- absolutely. Look for the tennis shop, or the tennis sign, and uh, we're right next door. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. And it is the holidays. Uh, I was in your store about a week ago, and uh, it, it's not a big square footage store, no, no, but it doesn't have to be, foot, yeah. because it's about uh, it's about uh, craftsmanship and gunsmithing. You guys do some really custom stuff, and this time of the year, I mean, business as usual, but are you seeing some new faces for holiday shopping? I definitely see some new faces. I uh, see our, our, our regulars, um, customers that have been patronizing us which we really appreciate for a while um and and uh with with having a smaller shop 
Um, I'm not, we're not constrained to having to sell exactly what we have. Um, We've always been kind of our business model of, you know, if you're looking for something, let us know. We'll absolutely get it for you. Uh, We try to stock what we sell the most of uh, and try to stock what our our clients and customers are looking for. When you explained uh, that you are a concierge gun store, (laughs) I literally went to a dictionary, well, (laughs) online, uh, to look up what concierge is because I've had a concierge at a hotel. Sure. uh, And a concierge at an apartment building in New York. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? There, it's just a person that does anything you need done. Basically, the person that will find or get what you need. Yeah, and, um, and that's what you guys yeah. do. And that's what we try to, you know, if you come in looking for something, we try to, to listen to you, make sure that, you know, what, what you're looking for is what you're looking for. Right. Um, and then uh, make it happen. Uh, you know, whether that's a custom gun, whether that's a factory firearm, ammunition, accessory. What I like about your place is that uh, it doesn't matter if you're a first-time gun buyer mm-hmm or a seasoned gun collector, uh, it really is a great place to go to. And I, and I want to speak to those that are listening that are like, okay, you know, my aunt or my uncle keeps talking about getting a, a firearm for personal security. Yes, you can go to the big box stores and go get one. Absolutely. But you, you're going to walk out with no information other than the purchase and your receipt. The way I felt coming into Razorback Armory was that you are truly informing people of the safety and the, the, yeah. the nuances yeah. of each firearm and how to pick one. Sure. And then it's, that's part of that conversation, um, you know, to find out what they're looking for um, and then to fulfill that want or need. Uh, we're in the wants business. Yeah. Um, but it, it's to, you know, to kind of explain to them, you know, obviously this is a, an important purchase. I mean, this is something you're going to use to defend yourself, but uh, make sure that they're kind of meeting their expectations, what they think they're getting yep. and what they're actually getting is, is you know, true. Um, and then, you know, showing them, obviously, you know, this is the firearm. This is the ammunition. You know, this is where you can lock it and store it and make it secure. Uh, here's some, you know, some decent ranges where you can go, you know, you definitely want to train with it. You want to, you know, know, know what, know what's going to happen when the gun goes off. Heck, I always yeah. want you to, to know how to clean the dang yeah, thing. And too. I mean, I've been on YouTube videos yeah. looking how to clean out, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at Christmas time, though, you know, let's say somebody's listening right now and going, you know, I really want to get my uncle who is a gun enthusiast mm-hmm. something and they come to Razorback Armory. Do you just sell them a gift certificate so or the, the something gi- specific? Absolutely. The gift certificate is an option. Yeah. Um, and that's if you've got somebody who's really hard to buy for, really specific, they're looking for particular things and they, they want to make sure that they're getting exactly what they want. A gift certificate is an excellent idea. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot of uh, cleaning, like you mentioned cleaning. We have a lot of cleaning kits. We have... Um, different cases, different forms of security, you know, ammunition, um, accessories for their gun. If they've dropped hints that they like, you know, something for their gun, obviously right. we can make that happen. And, you know, we talk to you about, hey, what kind of guns do they have? And then, you know, here's some different gift ideas, you know, try to try to steer you in the direction that's going to make everybody happy. It could be, it could be eyewear, yeah. you know, safety, uh, safety Absolutely. eyewear, uh, hearing protection, <laughs> my goodness, uh, so important. Um, but it is a, it is a unique situation because uh, I've been in there a few times and and it seems like you're holding court it seems like you're informing people more than more than you're selling you're just you're yeah. just talking guns yeah. and and I do love that uh uh Tony Colombo is uh is right here Tony <laughs> what's up guys hey, Tony. <laughs> uh you know I don't know coffee break is that what that was mm-hmm, yeah. um no we're we're just talking about uh if people want to go christmas shopping 
Um, what can somebody that's a non-gun enthusiast go to Razorback Armory or any gun store and and purchase? And I mean, we landed on gift certificates, obviously. Uh, but when it comes to accessories, you guys have a great uh, a great selection. Absolutely, and it yeah. and it's not just personal security. It's it's hunters. It's sports, uh, gun sports. Uh, you guys specialize in all that stuff. Yeah, so we run the gamut of it. Um, basically, uh, if you're a if you're a, a performance sports shooter, if you're an IDPA, if you're an IPSC, uh, if you're just a hunter, you just like going out in the woods, you know, and and taking game, we'll help you out with that. Uh, if you're just new getting into the sport, you want to get a firearm, you want it to defend yourself, you want it to go target shooting, we'll make sure that you're equipped with what you need to go to the range, you know, safely use the firearm, enjoy it, you know, yeah. make sure it's an enjoyable experience. And, you know, but the main thing is, too, is not just walking in and, and pushing a gun on somebody, it's talking to them. Getting that, having that conversation, making sure that we meet their expectations of what they think the gun's going to do, and you know, walk, like I said, that conversation and walking them through the process is really more important than, oh, you need a gun. Right. Let's get you a gun. You know, let's let's talk about what size weapon. You know, what what's going to fit in your hand well? Because yep. it doesn't fit in your hand well before it goes off. When it go, it's not going to get better. <laughs> it's not magically going to get better. Jesse, obviously, you can't go and you you can't buy a, a person a gun for Christmas, and you can't buy him a, a suppressor for Christmas, and well. Yeah. Well, you know what? Walk us through that process so, because, you know, you can't walk in, buy a gun, and wrap it up and surprise somebody with it. But there are ways to give a firearm yes. to somebody. Yes. Is it is the best way to do so just buying a gift, ca- a gift card or a gift certificate? If if you know, if, if your husband, wife, girlfriend, whoever uh-huh. says, I really want a Glock 19 for Christmas. Yes, you can buy them a firearm for Christmas. You can gift it to them. When they're purchasing it, what we do is we say, hey... Um, once you, you want to wrap it up, you want to put it under the tree, you want that magical experience for them, that's no problem. Bring it back to us after Christmas. We're going to re-register it to them in their name oh, with free of charge. Gotcha. And we, when I know it's a gift, I'm not going to hit you for a transfer fee or something. We Got want it. to we want to make sure that we keep that as legal as possible. Now, in the state of Missouri, you can legally gift a gun. So um, when I buy it, I would... Well, but the best way to mm-hmm. do it is if I were to buy it for my wife. Yes. I buy it, it gets registered to me, yes. then I can take it home, wrap it up, put it under yes. the tree, give it to her and then we just come back up and yeah. have it you guys switched. come back up we bring it back in from you we gotcha. register it back out to her and then it's very clean it's very it's registered to her especially if she wants to concealed carry it she's going to use ccw you know it's it's legally possessed that's the you know word yeah. for ccw so that's that's there in their name and it's all registered and it just makes it clean it gives you that magical moment under the tree when they pull the present out and do everything and it works for birthdays or any other occasion well and i'll tell you this yeah. my wife is the coolest wife on the planet sorry Tony, um, <laughs> she got me a judge. Nice. Uh, about oh, five years ago, the judge is a cool, cool it, gun. But it is part of our family, so it's still. She did have to go through yeah. the paperwork herself. Absolutely, she cleared was, that, and yeah. we've never we've never done what you suggested. But you could do that. Especially if it's somebody outside your immediate family. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah, and that, that just makes it the best and the cleanest. But yeah. getting back to that, if you don't know exactly what gun they want, guns are, it's kind of like, you don't want to buy somebody something that they're not necessarily, if it's not the exact one they want. Yeah. So then a gift card or, you know, something else. Even I, I get a lot of people who come in that, that in their mind they want to buy someone a gun for mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. But when we start having that conversation, they don't know what kind of gun or what. They're just like, oh, give them something that's cool. Well, what's cool to me is not necessarily cool <laughs> to you. Absolutely. So that's when you, you want to kind of steer them in a direction that everybody in that situation is going to be happy. So sometimes a gift certificate could be kind of a good catch-all. You yeah. won't get that moment of unwrapping the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the present. But 
So in in that regard, what it would be a uh, somebody who's who's buying a decent firearm for somebody, mm-hmm. uh, let's say a handgun, sure, uh, because it, just to narrow it down a bit, because there's you know yeah. there's so many uh, variables in this type of situation. Um, what is if you're or if you're not even Christmas, if you're just budgeting for yourself, mm-hmm. what's the what is the ballpark price range to sort of have in your mind if you want to get a decent handgun for let's say home protection so decent home protection um and it really it does span a gamut I know. you're gonna you're gonna find stuff um starting three three fifty at some places all the way up to you can spend thousands of dollars so right. kind of having that middle ground let's say five six hundred dollars um that'll get you a good you're gonna get a good solid farm a yeah. name brand you're gonna notice glock sig you know hk uh smith and wesson i mean it's not going to be an off brand that possibly you've never heard of but um it's going to be a good quality firearm um so that's a, a good place to start absolutely yeah. uh, one of the cool things i think about your store on manchester half mile east of 270 next to the tennis store uh is you yeah. have some pre-loved firearms absolutely yes. so those pre-loved ones are maybe already accessorized mm-hmm. uh they're they're custom in a lot of cases yes, yes. um and the other thing i love about it to see i'm I tried to make it to 50 without getting <laughs> cheaters i got them at 49 you know readers yeah. And the issue I'm having, and you may know somebody that is having problems seeing the sight that's you know three inches from your face on a long gun. Mm-hmm. You guys specialize in optics as well. Absolutely, yes, we do um, everything: pistol, rifle, shotgun, um, and specialized weapons and different uh, AR platforms. But the uh, the main thing is having you know again meeting your expectation. If you if you want to see a, a certain sight on a weapon, making sure that that if we did that for you, that's going to work out yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely yeah. necessary. That is Jesse from Razorback Armory. He is going to be here for the entire show, so don't go anywhere. We need to take a quick break. We'll be back, right back. We're going to talk to our buddy Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman, as well, and more with Jesse. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. So, Mike, uh, what is? Uh, I want to dive into some uh, conversations um, about fishing, and you know, Jesse's here. I want to uh, touch on a couple more things with him as well. Uh, but last time we talked, it was starting to get cold, and you said, "Hey, it's just because it's getting cold doesn't mean that it's not still a great time to get out on the water." Now it's really cold. Uh, is the fishing season officially over, or are you still getting out there? And is it still uh, is it still something that's, that's happening? It's 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 still. It's still great. Uh, the, I'll tell you what, Mike Webb that runs the tournament that I fished last season, the one where I won the boat, he's a guy down at Table Rock, and he'll tell you that December and January are his favorite months to fish at Table Rock. Die wow. hard, Chip. Die hard. I just had a picture he sent me on Facebook where he had his graph, his electronics, was a mess with shad in 74 feet of water, and he's catching them on a ice fishing jigging spoon in 74 feet right above him. Now, is catching that... Yeah. Is it is it his favorite time and your favorite time to fish because nobody else is out there and you have the lake to yourself? Or is it that really helps. Yeah, well, I know, no doubt, right? But or is it really I don't want to say easier, but it just seems to me that, you know, it's this is a lot it's a lot more difficult to catch fish right now, but maybe we're just not doing it right. Do you like it because it's, do you like it because it's easier or do you like it because there's there's nobody out there and you know, you kind of get the whole place to yourself? Well, here's the deal, Tony. It's not that it's easier. They group up in the wintertime. You know, they'll be in schools underneath that bait or above, you know, with that bait. They group up. So once you find them, you can catch a bunch of them without moving. 
Mm. You just got to go deeper, right? Just go deeper. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. Like at Table Rock right now, they're set. You know, you can catch them seventy foot of water. At Lake of the Ozarks this last weekend, the tournament it was one and two foot of water. And <laughs> we're, we're talking about we're talking apart. about bass. We're talking about largemouth. Small I'm talking about bass. bass. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about the other species. What's sure. going on right sure. now? But 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 uh, that tournament was one and two to six feet on a jerk bait, and the the water temperature at Lake of the Ozarks was fifty nine, and at Table Rock it's fifty four. So it's not a whole lot different. The difference is the clarity of the water. The fish can get that deep at Table Rock, and the shad go that deep, so the fish go with them. Does that make any? Does that make sense? No. It, Where it, Lake of the Ozarks, you'll catch them in six to eight feet of water next to forty foot of water. Right. And the water's a little warmer because it's stained. It, it holds the heat a little better. So when you're it's going that deep, up quicker. Mike, when you're going that deep, though, do you need a, a lure that's going to? Well, they've got the uh, the lighted up lures now, like the uh, Bandit Generator, um, that have the glow sticks in them. Does that help? Well, that might, but at Table Rock, Bo, it's clear enough that they don't need. You don't need it there for sure. Okay. If you're going, usually to a rave, when it gets it that dark, they they don't go that deep. If the light won't penetrate, if it's a dirty. You know, Mississippi River, there's no, they won't go deep. It's too dark. Bass won't anyway. I'm just uh, checking uh, my calendar for my next rave that I'm scheduled to be at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, hey, you know what I did see that was really cool this morning on uh, Channel 2? They were over at the aquarium and they have an exhibit for what's in the Mississippi, although you can't see what's in the Mississippi because it's the muddy Mississippi. Right, right, right. right but right. The, the fish that they have on display there, well, the water's clear enough. Now you can see the. And what do they call paddlefish and paddlefish? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gar and grunnel and drum and creepy, yeah. yeah, creepy. But but at Lake Bo, to your question, when you're fishing deep, like Mike, when you go down there, if you went with him as his guide service, you're going to be video game fishing. I call it. You're going to be watching them bite on your electronics. Yeah, yeah. You're you're fishing vertically, straight underneath you, and you will see the fish, and you'll see the streak come up, and you'll see that happen before you actually feel it. Because yep. it's seventy You're people. You're blowing Bo's it's, mind. Yeah. It, it's really cool. It's, it's really cool. It's just I mean, not it, even fair. <laughs> it's just <laughs> not fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you, they will... don't always cooperate, Bo. That's it's, there's there's tricks to that. But Michael, I think he was catching them using a Rapala ice fishing jig. So it's just a little, uh, like a little spoon or a jig that you just drop and you just bob it up and down in front yeah. and get one of them to react to it. Yeah. So Jesse from Razorback Armory is uh, in the studio with us as well. And Jesse, you know, uh, I think one of the great things about this show that we really enjoy talking about is, you, you know, we started as as a gun show, Second Amendment Radio, and we've expanded to talk about hunting and fishing and, you know, and bring in all these other uh, topics that we talk about. And I think it's because they all jive oh, together yeah. so well. I'm a fisherman. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just... actually going to Table Rock after we I get off here about 72 <laughs> foot of water. <laughs> so, so you guys you guys obviously have a great selection of firearms, and that's mm-hmm. what you specialize in, mm-hmm. but there you have gear and things for, uh, you know, uh, other things there in the store. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't have the gear and accessories, we're still talking about the same group of people. I mean, yeah. what I percentage mean, your, of your, your fisherman is your outdoorsman, right. which I mean, you know, they don't, it's not exclusive that he's only going to fish. He's going to hunt. Right. He's going to shoot. Or, or she. she. Or she. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Come on now. 2019. <laughs> Rough. Uh, no, but yes, absolutely. But there, you know, it's, uh, you know, people who enjoy the outdoors enjoy the outdoors. Um, yeah. And, you know, depending on the season and, and depending on the time of year and what they like to do. But uh, absolutely. Yeah. Do do very many people come in that are just strictly hunters and they're not interested in the handgun for, you know, or home protection or that kind of stuff. And they're just looking for their for their rifle. 
Or did or did that or, does, or I don't usually think you're so a gun guy, it, you're all in sort of. I think if you're a gun guy, you're not necessarily all in on the full spectrum of it. But um, if you're a hunter um, and you've got your rifle or shotgun, it's I think it'd be almost unheard of if you didn't have a pistol, too. Um, I I don't know many hunters that that don't enjoy the full spectrum of shooting sports. They may not be, um, you know, super uh, excited about pistol shooting or just going to the range and and hitting silhouette targets because they're more into, you know, deer hunting or varmint hunting or something like that. That's their passion to it. But, um, but. You know, their passion to fishing, their passion could be, you know, just just being outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, alternative hunting uh, is a term I literally just learned. I'm not a hunter, but a friend of mine is. Yes. Uh, black alternative pow- means? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Al- yes. Uh, yes. Exactly. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Greco-Roman wrestling, uh, knife, no. Addle-addle. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've got some pretty crazy <laughs> Do you do black powder stuff at your store? Uh, no. Uh, as a as a uh, As my uh, wife would like it. <laughs> as a thing for, for uh, where we are in De Pere, we actually do not do anything in black powder. That's um, because we do not have the storage facility necessary okay, that makes to sense. contain that. Okay. Yeah. okay, yeah. No, I meant because my wife is a vegetarian. Just stop. No, no, my <laughs> wife is a vegetarian. She, sa- she says, honey, if you want to hunt, go ahead. If you wrestle it to the ground. Yeah, yeah. hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, exactly. I got it. Right. Make it I fair. understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Selection on uh, on hunting rifles, shotguns, and things like that. You guys have all that there at Razorback. Uh, we do have a, a selection of them. Um, when we get into certain hunting, um, it's getting kind of specific. So mm-hmm. guys have a a certain caliber in mind, possibly a certain manufacturer in mind. Um, so a lot of that stuff, I will actually have that again, have that conversation with them in special order. Or we say special order. Secondly, we're ordering it. I'm going to get you the gun you want yeah. uh, that fits that need. Yeah. So Mike, you've got some uh, uh, news. Uh, we talked about it off the air. I, can you share with us some of the stuff that you're working on now, and maybe yeah, man, a new uh, yeah. a new outlet for maybe to uh, to follow uh, your uh, your excursions on the water. Uh, talk about what you're uh, what you're up to these days. Well, as, as 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 it goes, I'm going to have to go back on everything I told you, how I love the two-day format. I love the solo format. I don't have a team partner or a co-angler. And I told you I fish team tournaments, right, yeah. with my buddy. Yeah. And, well, three of the four solo pros are on the same weekend as the uh, team thing. And to keep my relationship with my buddy, uh, which, you know, is a great time, I chose to not fish the web solo series next year. Uh, wow. I'm going to fish. I'm going to fish the Anglers in Action team, which will strictly be at Lake of the Ozarks. And I'm going to fish the Pro-Am events, the BFL events. And we, so how that works is you get a co-angler to go with you. That way you have a link. So that keeps the numbers even, right? Everybody that's that's a signed up pro brings a amateur and that keeps the numbers even. We draw, I won't fish with the guy that I bring. He'll fish with someone else Mm -hmm. and I'll fish with someone else. And Gabe is the 10 horse Monty I've told you about before he has his own YouTube channel. So we're going to document, I'm going to buy some GoPros. He's already got his, we're going to document us practicing together, traveling together. Uh, then he's going to show his day from the back of the boat with his guy. And I'm going to show my day, Yeah, put all that together. And we're going to document the entire Ozark division next year, which is Table Rock, Lake of the Ozarks, Table Rock, Lake of the Ozarks championship at Lake of the Ozarks. I'm looking forward to that for this just education. Of it. Oh, yeah. Watch yeah. You guys I told him we could using. record our conversations in the truck and people will want to watch it. No, <laughs> no doubt. I, I, so, I mean, it's going to really be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's more about the camaraderie. It. When it's hunting or fishing, it's about the camaraderie. 
Absolutely, uh, Bo. Absolutely. Sportsman. Um, I, I, okay, I got a fish question for you. Okay, this is very All personal. Right. I have a little private pond on my property. About 10, 12 years ago, I stocked it with like 300, 400 catfish, little baby ones, little six inches, and now they're well over a foot long. And every every day, you know, again, I really don't fish it much, but I have a, a few. Um, so I would go down and over the course of, the, you know, several years, I've been feeding them about 200 pounds of catfish, floating catfish food. About a year and a half ago, uh, they just kind of disappeared. They didn't they didn't show up to the surface when I would throw that catfish food out. The only thing I can wow. think of is I have one neighbor on one side and another neighbor on the other side. One does black powder bombs in his driveway, and the other guy does municipal-style <laughs> fireworks. Is it possible that the fish were scared to the bottom and never came back up? Because I really can't think of, unless somebody fished my lake when I wasn't watching, is it possible they're wow, still down yeah, there? yeah, that's a good question. I wouldn't think that that would be, <laughs> I don't think that's a, a, a viable no, reason. I don't uh, think so either. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you never no. saw you never saw dead fish. No, it was never a fish kill. I never smelt it. We still have the. Uh, sometimes you know a lake will turn over, and you know that'll cause problems. Or, it's a uh, healthy lake. The water's right. clear. I've got uh, grass carp as long as my leg in this in this lake, uh, and it's. But all the catfish are gone. They just don't show up, and and you know I haven't I haven't fished deep, and it, it's about seventeen at, at its deepest, so it's really not that deep. But I just and why didn't you wow. put any bass in there so Mike and I could go? Over no, there they all were time? no uh, <laughs> catfish, bass, crappie. All went in when I stocked it. Gotcha. But I believe the catfish ate the small baby bass. Oh, I see. Because they were little tiny ones. I see. Just yeah. throwing it out there. The do. opposite could have happened if the bass were in there first, and you put the little catfish, and they wouldn't make it. No, no, no. It was no, uh, the bass would ate them. As a matter of fact, the other way around. We do have people that you know are close to that property, and my wife calls them our guard catfish because. They would, if somebody walked to the edge of the lake on another side than I normally go to to feed them, the fish would churn the water like yeah. bubbling water because sure. they're thinking they're going to be fed. Yeah, and it, and I don't. It, they're, we our guard fish are gone. That makes no sense, Bo. That makes I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I th- that's weird. I yeah, that's great. Do you have any? Do you have a farmer near you that maybe there could be some like chemicals getting nope. into the water? No, nope, just regular road. But then you would have so. seen them dead anyway, right. like that. Yeah. I mean, there's That's a lot. Weird. There's a lot of hawks and stuff like that. I mean, I guess over time, uh, but I, I mean, it was a so. lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not hundreds of fish. When no we're way. done, I'm going to show you. Yeah. How many would churn at the? At I the think service. Mike and I need to just get out there and fish and see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, let's go see if we can get some and make some sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. It won't be catch and release. I promise you that. <laughs> Amen. <to> that. <laughs> Catching grease, <laughs> catching yeah. grease. Now that's what I can jump into. Right, hey Mike. Before we let you go, before we let you go, uh, uh, if you want to give out that YouTube channel now, maybe it's a little too early to do so. But what's the best way that people can uh, uh, follow you or, or, or you know, keep up with what you're doing? You want to go to the Ten Horse Monty at, uh, on YouTube. Ten Horse Monty. That's his channel, and I will be on there real soon. Actually. Me and him were on there at the Toyota Owners Tournament. He did that. We had a horrible tournament, but he made a nice little 30-minute video of that uh, as well. And that's kind of a sample of what we're going to be doing. Nice. Uh, so YouTube, 10 Horse Monty. Right. And the reason he's the 10 Horse Monty is he fishes a 9.9 horsepower limit tournament. Oh, I got down it. Down southern Illinois. Cool. So you don't have to have a 250 horsepower and a great big 20-foot boat to fish bass tournament. So Good stuff. Mike Marfell, uh, always a great time uh, talking with you. We'll catch up with you again real soon, all right? Hey, nice talking to you guys. Everybody yeah. have a good Christmas. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Everybody. And uh, Jesse from Razorback Armory, before we uh, wrap things up, one more time, how can people find Razorback Armory uh, in person, online, social media, all that good stuff? So uh, 12072 Manchester Road, as Bo tells you, right next to the tennis place. Yep. Uh, <laughs> our uh, RazorbackArmory.com. Um, 
whatever social media we're on there facebook instagram everything raz armory uh razorback armory on facebook but yeah. uh yeah absolutely uh stop by give us a call come in uh have it let's have a discussion about what you're looking for and let's see if we can't get it to you yeah awesome. and we'll have you back on again real soon we certainly appreciate uh, everything you do for the show no problem appreciate it thanks yeah, for having merry me christmas on. merry christmas to you all right that is going to do it if you missed anything from today's show or you just want to hear it again don't forget you can always download the podcast free on the radio.com app you can listen to uh the show and also rewind live radio on that uh, radio.com app as well. Great way to listen to the show uh, if you're not just listening on the radio. Uh, That's going to do it for this week's show. We'll be back here uh, for you again next week. So for my producer, Chad Ellis, my co-host, Bo Matthews, I'm Tony Colombo. Thanks for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.